This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. Inflation and rate rises are dominating financial markets at the moment, and certainly when it comes to price rises, most of the headlines are negative. But inflation isn't necessarily a bad thing. To help us unravel inflation and what it means for investors and markets is Amy Shear-Patrick, Portfolio Manager in the Income and Fixed Interest Team at Pendle. Amy, welcome back to The Point. Thank you for having me, Sean. Is inflation good or bad? A couple of years ago, we all wanted inflation and now we're all worried about inflation. You're absolutely right, Sean. You know, a couple of years ago, if you'd have said to the RBA, you'll get inflation in the trimmed mean heading back into the, your target band of between 2 to 3%, you'll get wage rises of in excess of 3%, they would be jumping for joy. Mm-hmm. Most central banks for the last decade or so have been woefully missing those inflation targets of theirs. But all of a sudden, last year, inflation became the biggest theme and we had it again. And you're right, most of the headlines around the inflation that we've seen have been negative, mostly because it has caused central banks to rethink their policy settings. But let's not forget that part of the reason why inflation is here is actually a positive story. You know, the shock that we had that was as negative as the COVID pandemic engineered such a drastic policy response, especially from the fiscal side, that it's actually kicked us onto quite a strong path of demand for growth. So for some of the right reasons, which is that demand is still recovering really well, subsequent the initial hit we had from the pandemic. And as a result, growth rates globally are still recovering and tracking at various levels, but all looking very healthy. They're usually the right reasons that we're getting some inflationary tones in the economy. And so when you're getting such a positive macro backdrop, the underlying fundamentals are actually looking pretty strong. So not all the headlines associated with the inflation that we're having right now need to necessarily be interpreted as negatively. Okay. So if we bring that into the investing world, I want to talk about yields and particularly real yields as opposed to nominal yields, where they've been and where they might be in the future, given what's happening with the growth in the economy. Yes. So that's a very important topic to touch on right now, because most of the time when we're talking about yields within fixed income, we're normally referring to just the yields that we see in front of us, the yields relating to the bonds as they're trading in the market. But all yields can be stripped down into two components. One is what we call the inflation component. So that's the part of the yield that's reflecting the market's inflation expectations. But the real yields that you just touched about are the nominal yields that we see in front of us adjusted for inflation. So when you get a negative real yield, as you have done since the pandemic, Really, what that's saying is if you buy a bond with a negative real yield, the income that that bond will generate for you will not beat inflation. So if I'm buying a bond with a negative real yield, I'm actually losing money in real terms. Yes, and that has been the case for you since all central banks slashed interest rates to close to zero or even through zero during the pandemic that we've had. So will that continue? Well, that's a really good point because most recently that trend has definitely been changing. What you've been seeing is not only that nominal yields have been rising, but real yields have also started to rise. And the rise in real yields really reflects at an economic level a sense that the market is expecting growth to start to return to a very healthy and positive trajectory in the future. So positive real yields is a sign that the economy is going to be thriving, it's going to be doing well in the future. Negative real yields is a sign that the economy is going to be stagnating. So the fact that real yields have been trending up, and in our view, 
will go positive at some point in 2022 and continue to trend up is actually a good sign for the economy. Okay. So if I'm an investor and I'm looking for a positive real yield, so that's great because I'm investing money, I'm getting more back in real terms in that fixed interest market. The question then, what about other markets? So because equities are sometimes valued off some of these yields, is that right? Absolutely. So real yields sound great for a bond investor who is looking to invest some money into bonds today. If you can get a positive real yield, then that's great. It means that the income that you're earning on those bonds will be beating inflation. However, rising real yields are not good for all asset classes. And as you alluded to, Sean, there are some segments of the equity market, especially those segments that are low in profitability and high in overall valuations that can be particularly vulnerable to real yields. The reason is because when yields are very, very low, future profits that are expected to be generated by these companies don't need to be discounted by very much. Those real yields represent a discount rate. But when those real yields start to rise, all of a sudden those future profits need to be discounted a lot more heavily. And that's the reason that you've been seeing so much volatility in the big cap megatech names, especially those that dominate the large equity indices in the US. And as we know, there's a lot of correlation of global equity markets to what happens in the US. So we've seen also a fair bit of equity market volatility over here in Australia as a result as well. Okay, so that might be bad news for some parts of the equities market. How can investors put rising real yields to tangible practical use? Well, for a lot of investors looking at enhancing the income of their portfolios, particularly for a lot of investors that we speak to looking at retirement income and and future savings income, rising real yields is good news for generating those levels of income for those portfolios, especially if those portfolios are predominantly seeking to generate those income streams from investing in low risk investment grade corporate credit which currently, if you look at the yields of what typical investment-grade corporate credit in Australia is able to give you, it is likely to be keeping up with inflation, i.e. being able to give you a positive real yield when accounting for the effects of inflation. And if you're investing in solid, good quality corporates as well, even when yields are rising, those corporate fundamentals are likely to be still doing well. Remember that when I said at the beginning, inflation, some of the inflation that you're seeing right now is for good reasons, and the good reasons lead to good economic fundamentals. Economic fundamentals also lead to good corporate fundamentals. And as a result, those corporates are likely to be able to afford to pay their coupons on time, pay their principals on time, and if they have maturities in debt to be rolled over, even in a rising interest rate environment, those solid corporate fundamentals are likely to be able to keep that rollover risk to a minimal. So as a result, most income products that generally rely on a solid bed of corporate credit to generate that income stream will still be a good hunting ground for looking at making good use of this rising real yield environment. Amy, finally, can all income funds benefit from a rising real yield environment? Not necessarily, Sean. There's a lot of income products out there that do seek to establish a solid portfolio of income generating assets. But generally, those portfolios can be quite illiquid and the portfolio managers don't necessarily seek to actively manage 
those holdings. So there's sort of set and forget strategies. But within those strategies, you don't necessarily have the ability to manage your interest rate exposure, which is very necessary at a time like this, when we know that interest rates are changing, and therefore yields are going to be rising as well. So here, really, it's important for investors to be able to take advantage of the rising yield environment, and especially the rising real rate environment, that they seek income funds where the manager has plenty of agility to be able to manage their interest rate exposures, both to be able to withstand the risks, macro risks that can come at them on the horizon, but also to be able to take advantage of a higher income stream once yields have finished rising and got to a more sustainable equilibrium. Amy, thank you for talking to The Point. Thank you, Sean. That was Amy Shearpatrick, Portfolio Manager in the Income and Fixed Interest Team at Pendle. You've been listening to The Point podcast from Pendle. I'm Sean Elmer. 